0: Is expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Communications, staff, management, or advertisers. The air. You've tuned in to The Mark Harrington Show, sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus, it's the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. To take on the culture of death and win! You, 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 you young people, it's your movement now! It's not your parents anymore! The blood that is shed cries out to God from the ground for justice. And now, here's Mark. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, verse 11, that we should rescue those being led away to death. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington. On the Mark Harrington Show, folks, go to Markharrington.org to find out more about our radio program. Well, we got a lot to cover today, and uh, hopefully we can get it all done. There's a lot going on. With Created Equal, and there's a lot happening culturally across America. We're going to be talking about the abortion debate that's coming up on Friday night. We're going to be talking about how clinics are closing across America. We're going to be talking about how Planned Parenthood is being exposed for the racist organization that they are. Uh, We're going to be handling all of those topics today on the program, but let's first uh, discuss the abortion debate that's going to be happening Friday night. Now, if you're listening by radio, I know this is broadcast on Saturday, but you can still watch it online. My good friend and colleagues, uh, uh, Seth Dreer is going to be debating a pro-abortion advocate uh, by the name of Aaron Fogg. Aaron Fogg. This is going to be uh, Friday night at uh, 6 p.m. That's the 10th of july at 6 p.m on my social media platforms created equals facebook and created equals youtube page and uh, what you can do if you just go to our facebook page at created equal you can sign up for the broadcast uh it'll be streamed over youtube and you can simply just go on and sign up, and then at seven o'clock it'll be ready to go. I'm sorry, six p.m. on Friday night, the tenth of August, which or a tenth of July, which is tomorrow, you can watch uh, an abortion debate between a pro-life advocate and a pro-abortion advocate. Seth Dreher will be the affirmative, and Aaron Fogg will be the negative. And the question before them will be: Is abortion a moral right? Now, why is this a big deal? Here's why. Because abortion advocates have refused to debate for decades. That's changing now. Why? Because we are making progress in the pro-life movement. We're closing abortion mills. There's legislation that's been moving and and restricting abortion. We're far from ending it, of course. But now they feel like they got to step in the public square and debate it. And that's what's going to be happening on the 10th. That is tomorrow, Friday night, 6 p.m. You can. Log in and watch the program, watch the debate. Go to our Facebook page at Created Equal and you can sign up. So make sure you do that. Uh, So the other thing that's happening, which was big this week, was the Founders, quote unquote, Founders Women's Center. What a great name, right? Founders Women's Center. It's an abortion center here in Columbus, Ohio, closed for good. Founders, what you know, there's irony for you, right? Founders, meaning the founders of America, I guess, or they're the founders. The founders, by the way, believed that we were all created equal and they believed in the right to life. Uh, But to use this term to describe an abortion mill is an oxymoron. But anyway, Founders Women's Center, a founders abortion mill in Columbus, is finally closed after 47 years. They're shutting their doors. Uh, And that is a huge development uh, for us here in central Ohio, who have been out front that abortion center for a very long time. The Founders Abortion Center was the first abortion center in Ohio uh, when uh, abortion was decriminalized by the Roe versus Wade decision in 1973. So they have been killing babies at this facility for 47 years. Think about that. That's a lot of years, folks, Uh, and that's a lot of babies. We estimate anywhere from 75 to 125,000 babies died at this abortion center, and now it's over. This facility will never be used again to kill children. And that's a big deal. Uh, it's a big deal for us at Created Equal. It's a big deal for me personally because I've spent endless hours on uh, the sidewalk in front of this abortion center, counseling and protesting abortion over the last several decades. So it's a huge moment for us here and for me personally to see this place shut down. And this is happening all across America abortion centers are shutting down, surgical abortion clinics are closing. Uh, Just to give you an idea of just what's been happening in just the last several decades, last several years, in Ohio, in 2013, there were 13 abortion centers. Today, there are only seven, and five of those are what we call surgical abortion centers, and then two are pill mills. In other words, they're pill abortion centers. So seven left. In Columbus, when I started doing this many years ago in 1997, in Columbus, Ohio alone, there were seven abortion centers in this city. Now there's one left surgical abortion center that is Planned Parenthood and one pill abortion center. So we've gone from seven in 1997. To basically two, one's a surgical, one's an abortion, a pill mill. In uh, those years, which is you know, it's twenty seven years. That's twenty three years. That's a long time. I get it, but the trend is clearly in the direction of these facilities closing. Nationally, in nineteen ninety one, there were twenty one hundred and seventy six abortion centers in America. Today. There are 710, 710. What a, a dramatic decrease we've seen over those decades. Uh, that is comprised of a 464 surgical abortion centers and 245 medical abortion centers, or what we call pill mills, where they dispense the abortion pill. So the trend continues to be in our direction. Abortion centers are closing all across America, and we are going to be celebrating the closure of the Founders Abortion Center here in the next several weeks, because many people uh, stood in front of that center over the last, uh, whatever, 47 years, and witnessed against abortion. Lots of children were saved, spared from abortion in that place, Uh, and here's the thing. A lot of the people that stood out front of that abortion center are no longer with us. It's been that long, but this is about them. This is about celebrating those who stood in front of that location for so many years and faithfully witnessed against abortion and saved babies. So we are going to be holding a uh, a celebration of sorts to celebrate the fact that this place is closing and also the hard work of pro life advocates. over the last 47 years. So that's the good news. We got the debate tomorrow night, uh, the 10th of July at 6 p.m. You can tune in by going to our YouTube page, or if you go to our Facebook page, there is an actual sign up that will let you get involved in the actual stream, live stream of the debate. And then we have the Founders Abortion Center closing. Now, That's the good news. The bad news is this, that pill mills are on the rise. Pill abortions are on the increase. um, And and so the abortion industry isn't going to just sit down and take it. uh, This closure, these closures over the last decades, they are pivoting. They are moving towards pill abortions more and more. And in a sense, the pro-life movement is a victim of their own success. In that, we have closed the surgical centers down. We've targeted abortion clinics. We've targeted the abortionists themselves. They're quitting. And because of that, they're now pivoting to pill abortions. Uh, In 2003, only 3% of all abortions were done with the abortion pill regimen. Today, 40% of the abortions are committed by pill abortions. And if you don't understand how this works, there's a two-drug cocktail, if you will, that uh, kills the baby. The first is what is called mifepristone, or what we've known, I guess, historically, to be called RU486. That is typically given to the woman, and she takes it at the abortion center and that starves the baby to death. It suffocates the baby, and then they take something that's called misoprostol, misoprostol, or the uh, the, the brand name is Cytotec. They take that 24 hours later, and that or so, and that expels the baby from the mother's womb. Um, that's how it works. So the the woman actually delivers a dead baby at home in her toilet, typically. Uh, This is how it works. So now we're moving from a surgical standalone abortion center to someone's bathroom. That's becoming the abortion clinic these days. Four out of 10 women abort in their own home, in their own bathroom, typically in the toilet and flush the baby down the toilet. Uh, so we we are pivoting. We are moving quickly to uh, to address this problem. Uh, we're doing it both legislatively and we're doing it as an organization as we debate abortion across America because you got to figure four out of ten women considering abortion are going to opt for the abortion pill. We got to be prepared for that. In Ohio, there's a couple of bills, House Bill 678 which would expand telemedicine coverage in Ohio. We're trying to keep the uh, expansion of abortion out of that. And then we have a bill House or a Senate bill 260, which bans the use of telemedicine conferencing for the performance of a pill abortion. Those are two types. One, one, we're trying to get inform, uh, language inserted into the bill to prevent it from being used for uh, teleabortions. And the other is, we're just trying to, to ban telemedicine uh, dealing with a uh, chemical abortions because right now it's required that a woman have a face-to-face meeting with her doctor, that is, i.e., abortionist, first before the abortion pill can be dispensed. And what they're trying to do, obviously, is not require that. They want women to be able to just use telemed. Uh, in other words, a virtual or online meeting with an abortionist in order to prescribe the abortion regimen, the two pills there for them. Uh, That's where they're moving, and we're trying to do all we can to stop that from happening in the Ohio State House and at the Food and Drug Administration. What's been happening over the last five months of COVID-19 is that Planned Parenthood and the abortion cartel are moving at light speed to try to liberalize the telemed uh, abortion, uh, you know, protocol, if you will, to eliminate any requirements for the woman to meet person to person with the abortion center. They want folks to just be able to go online, have a teleconference be prescribed uh, the medicine and have it shipped to them, and they take it in their home. We're working to to keep that uh, those r- uh, requirements uh, with the FDA, and, and of course Planned Parenthood and the abortion cartels working hard to get those requirements removed. Uh, they're called the Risk Evaluation and Mitigation Strategy, or REMS. So we are asking the FDA to keep the REMS, keep the REMS. In fact, we are heading with our interns on Sunday to spend several days in Washington, D.C., conducting outreach. And one of those outreaches will be done at the Food and Drug Administration Building, their national location uh, in Silver Spring, Maryland, on uh, Monday. And we are going to be holding signs that say FDA keep REMS on the abortion pill. We're going to have signs that say the abortion pill kills and injures mothers. And we're gonna have signs that say uh, toilets are not abortion clinics. So we're going to the FDA to call on them to keep the REMS, keep the requirements on telemedicine to prevent uh, the abortion cartel from because uh, they want they want the woman not to have to meet with anybody in person. They want it to all be done virtually online. We don't want that to happen. Uh, so that's one. Those are a couple of things we're trying to do to address the abortion pill issue uh, in the state house. We've got a couple of bills we're trying to get moving, and at the FDA level, the other w- w- level, which is what we spend most of our time doing, is just sharing the truth about this on in the public square and. And on college and high school campuses. And we have released, just this week, we have released three new abortion signs. Three new abortion signs that deal directly with this. Uh, and at the top, it says pill abortion, and it will have a picture of a woman who is you know, going through the pill abortion in pain, a picture of her, and you can see that if you're watching online, along with the two drugs. And then pictured also is the aborted baby. And these are now going to be used. We're using them as we speak right now on the streets here in Columbus. We'll be using them in Washington, D.C., and we're going to be using them on college campuses. And the point of this is we want women to understand that, you know, first of all, surgical abortions only are comprised for six out of 10 abortions. So we got to figure that women who are thinking about abortion, four out of 10 of them that walk by us or we meet on a college campus or we meet on the street anyway, they're not going to have a surgical abortion. So surgical abortion photos, aborted babies that have been killed by the surgical methods are only going to account for six out of 10 abortions. Most women, many, I'm sorry, many women, four out of 10 aren't going to have a surgical abortion, Going to have a pill abortion. So we need to be able to address that, and that's why we've come up with these new signs that we're going to be displaying and are currently displaying. And if you're interested in getting some of these, you can go to our website at createdequal.org. You can click on the store icon, and then you can order one of these signs for yourself. If you are a pro-life activist and you are out witnessing against abortion at abortion centers or on public squares or in colleges or high schools or whatever you're doing, You have to have these signs because otherwise, you're not addressing four out of 10 of the women that are coming to get abortions. You're just not. You've got to be using these signs out front of abortion centers. So, we heavily and strongly encourage you to get your hands on some of these abortion signs that we have now released uh, and are available for sale at our store. Finally, the last topic I want to deal with today on the program is Planned Parenthood and their systemic racism, systemic racism. You know, over the last month, the entire country has been discussing this issue of systemic racism uh, because of the death of George Floyd, who was killed by a police officer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And the whole issue of racial equality or inequality, I guess, has been brought to the forefront of the American uh, debate. You know, we've seen, Rioting and looting and arson, all kinds of protests, violence. And we've seen peaceful protests of Black Lives Matter and other organizations. Uh, And it just seems very fitting that we discuss Planned Parenthood. You know, here's the thing if we're going to be tearing down statues and we're going to be trying to erase American history as it relates to our storied past uh, on racism, And that is that we have a history of slavery and Jim Crow and segregation. We do. There's no way to avoid that. But if we're going to erase that, which I don't advocate for folks, I mean, I hope you know that we should uh, not be tearing down statues or erasing our past. We should just be learning from our past. Now, I'm not I'll just be clear. I'm not for Confederate statues being up in the United States for any reason, but uh We shouldn't be erasing our past. We should be learning from our past. And if we want to make a reckoning, we want to repent for our racism. Let's start with the racist organization, Planned Parenthood. Uh, Why aren't we tearing down Planned Parenthoods? I'm not advocating for that, by the way. Uh, Here's a racist organization founded by Margaret Sanger, a eugenicist, uh, who said this, African-Americans are human weeds. They're reckless breeders, she said. They're spawning human beings who never should have been born. This is the founder of Planned Parenthood. Yet there's no call from plan, uh, from Black Lives Matter to tear down the bust of Planned Parenthood's founder at the African-American Museum in the Smithsonian Institute. Uh, it, nobody's calling for, for that bust to be taken down. It should be. We're naming streets after Margaret Sanger. Nobody's tearing down those street signs. They should be. And the reason is it's not about, for Black Lives Matter, in my view, it's not about racism. It's about power. And they're a Marxist organization, in my humble opinion. If this was really about erasing our past and repenting for our involvement in slavery and Jim Crow and and, uh, segregation, then Planned Parenthood, ought to be defunded at minimum. They're talking about defunding the police. Why don't we defund Planned Parenthood? That'd be a good place to start uh, because of the founding. And it's not just the founding. I mean, even today, uh, Planned Parenthood kills a disproportionate number of black babies. Um, Right now, African-Americans comprise 12% of the population yet account for about 33% of all abortions. A disproportionate number of African-American babies are killed by Planned Parenthood uh, every single day in America. And these Planned Parenthood uh, facilities are set up in minority communities. Planned Parenthood was, with Margaret Sanger, a racist organization, and Planned Parenthood still is today a racist organization. You want to talk about systemic racism, let's talk about Planned Parenthood and systemic abortion with their founder and with their current uh, per- current big business model in killing a disproportionate number of African Americans. Uh, just recently, I think it was yesterday, Kanye West said he was running for president. I think that's very interesting. But he also said this, quote, Planned Parenthoods have been a place inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work. You know, you can say what you want about Kanye West, but he is absolutely on target. Planned Parenthood are white supremacists. They target African Americans. They go into neighborhoods, minority neighborhoods, and disproportionately kill African Americans. And they were founded by a racist. Margaret Sanger. It's time for a reckoning on Planned Parenthood. And even they are beginning to admit the obvious that they have a, a they have a a uh, racist past. In fact, recently a CEO of Planned Parenthood in New York and uh, the Greater New York and Great Plains staff there's been a complaint that was been filed against her for her racist comments and Planned Parenthood is now finally beginning to admit And in an open letter in dealing with this, they basically say, quote, we know we cannot address structural racism or white supremacy in this country without addressing our own. Whoa, where we go. There's a revelation. Planned Parenthood is finally admitting that they have some racist background. They say it spills out in ways that uh, have not that we have not successfully or publicly reckoned with in our history. Well, it's about time, Planned Parenthood. It's about time. Now, here's the thing: anybody else who would have admitted that they had systemic racism, they they, they would probably had their building burnt down. But Planned Parenthood still today enjoys a lot of popularity. I think the time has come. Uh, it has been passed that we need to defund Planned Parenthood. We need to shut them down as a systemic racist organization. So, folks, you've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. Go to MarkHarrington.org. And do not miss the debate. Seth Dreyer will be debating tomorrow night, July 10 at 6 p.m. You can pick that up on our social media platforms. He'll be debating at 6 p.m. tomorrow night, Friday night. You can pick it up online, debating a pro-abortion advocate, live streaming over these social media platforms. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil plague in America. Call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to the Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.